other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. We just had a great hour of conversation, midnight to 1 a.m., but we are just getting started. Dominic Carter here with you for the next two hours, taking your calls. Curtis Lewa will take over at 3 a.m. More trouble at Rikers. A mental health clinician working on Rikers Island was stabbed in the face and arm by a detainee accused of stabbing another man to death on a Manhattan subway train. The mental health worker was attacked in a clinic in the troubled jail's George R. Verno Center Saturday. He was taken to New York Presbyterian Hospital where he needed stitches for his wounds. The six foot three, six foot three, 319 pound suspect, 33 year old Claude White was taken to Bellevue Hospital for psychiatric evaluation, a weapon found at the scene. White was arrested not long ago just June 19th, for the murder of 32-year-old Tavon Silver on a Brooklyn-bound 4 train around 4 a.m. The city has got to find a way to deal with the violence. This, what I'm about to say, is a start, but we need answers like yesterday. Mayor Adams joined Monday morning by city officials to discuss their approach to tackling gun violence. The blueprint outlines more than $485 million in investments to use a public health and community development approach to address the causes of gun violence. The blueprint prioritizes investments and resources for six precincts, police precincts, that have experienced the highest rate of gun violence in 2022. Most of the funds will go towards early intervention opportunities and mental health resources. I don't enjoy sounding negative, but we've heard this song before. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. We are continuing with another hour Dominic Carter here with you until 3 a.m., and that's when Curtis Lewa is standing by to take over. Here's a news flash, something we did not see coming. Of course, I'm being sarcastic. The migrant crisis is bursting at the seams, and elected officials have no one to blame but themselves for rolling out the red carpet for the migrants fleeing political persecution maybe for a few but not for the majority the majority of migrants are straight opportunists looking for better opportunity as we the local taxpayers foot the bill almost as a way of defiance migrants unable to find beds in the New York City shelter system have resorted to sleeping on the streets around the Roosevelt Hotel Intake Center in Manhattan. Monday morning, 
there were dozens of makeshift beds on the sidewalks. While they're waiting, many have also resorted to sleeping on subway trains or other public spaces. With all due respect, why not accept the ticket to go back home or elsewhere? New York is tapped out financially. The Legal Aid Society has threatened legal action over the situation and the apparent emphasis on apparent violation of the mandated right to shelter. The mayor should be saying, I'll take my chances in court instead of playing politics. Mr. Mayor, if you don't stand up to the Legal Aid Society and other advocates, pretty soon there won't be any budget money for anything else. It's time for free, free, free for the migrants to come to an end. Their 15 minutes are up, at least in New York City. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Double story. As a man was swept out to sea while swimming off Long Island Monday morning. But he treaded water for five hours and created a makeshift flag to attract his rescuers. His name, Dan Ho, age 63. He was in the water at Cedar Beach in Babylon around 5 a.m. when strong currents carried him two and a half miles off the coast. The Copake man miraculously kept himself afloat without any flotation devices. He found a broken fishing rod floating in the water. Ho then tied his shirt to the rod to create a flag to try to wave down help. By 10.30 in the morning, his ingenuity proved fruitful. He was spotted by two men on a motorboat, a retired FDNY Marine engineer Jim Hohorst and pal Michael Ross. They pulled Ho out of the ocean and onto their boat. Hohorst then alerted emergency responders through his VHF radio and the Suffolk County Police Department Marine Unit, which rushed to meet the civilian boat. The officers were able to help Mr. Ho get back to a normal way of walking and talking. This was truly an image of supreme survival instincts that prevailed over everything else imaginable. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Residents in Connecticut's ritzy town of Greenwich. Well, if you take the New England Thruway, you end up taking the exit. It's a gated exit where a select man wearing a lime green jacket and pants might meet you and greet you. But they've been warned of an uptick in cases of swimmer's itch stemming from the local beaches. The Greenwich Department of Health sounded the alarm on Monday as they posted online a notice informing the public that numerous episodes of the skin rash have been traced to several of the town's beaches, also called 
sericarchio dermatitis. The condition is caused by an allergic reaction to microscopic parasites released from snails into bodies of water like lakes, ponds, and oceans. Swimmer's itch appears as a skin rash that can tingle, burn, or itch within days or even minutes with small reddish pimples showing up on skin in about 12 hours. So all those tiny blisters that can occur have driven people from the trendy upscale beaches of Greenwich, Connecticut. The condition, though, not contagious, according to the Department of Health. And as they've said, if you happen to be a normal commoner, stay away from our beaches. Please stay away from our beaches because we don't want you to catch the Greenwich itch.